This is Tonkoban episode 18. Uh, this week we're going to cover the Weekly Shonen Jump uh, issue number 43 that will be out uh, a little later today. Um, and joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Hey, uh, going a lot better. Uh, <laughs> I've been kind of down with COVID for the past week or so and just now starting to feel better Mm -hmm. but yeah i I woke up sunday morning last week was like man i feel like i feel off (laughs) and then i was like for for some reason i I didn't feel super bad at that point but i just somehow like knew i had it Uh i took a test and it immediately lit up red (laughs) and then like two hours later i got back in the bed and i'm like i feel like just total shit. Yep. And then for the next three days, I pretty much just watched like random stuff on Crunchyroll in bed <laughs> for twelve hours straight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I had it back in February, and it was like basically the same thing. Where like my wife sort of felt worse like the day before, and then the next day I was like, "Man, I don't feel very good," and took a test, and it was like you know immediately lit up. I was like, "Hey, you've got COVID," and then I just felt yeah. like trash for. Literally, it was like a week and a half. It felt like it lasted forever. And then, like, even after that, I was still in this, like, haze where I remember I tried to – I was trying to train for Flying Pig Marathon at that point because I was still going to run it. And so, you know, it took, like, a week and a half off because definitely wasn't running with COVID. But I even tried, like, the next week. I was like, okay, I've got this workout. Try that out. And it was like – I mean, even just my easy pace felt like just exhausting, like I was sprinting. I was like, well, this isn't yeah. going to work. <laughs> I was like, like, obviously, I'm not like running that distance, but mm-hmm. I do, you know, run like a few times every week. And mm-hmm. yesterday I was feeling like way better. And I'm like, man, I'll just like run around the block yeah. for 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. when I got back, I was like, my head was like <laughs> literally spinning. Yep. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not the. I feel like I got a pretty mild case, and it's not the most sick I've ever been. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I just like I can't get over the last twenty percent of it. Mm-hmm. It just like sticks with you for a while. Yeah, I was gonna say it feels like it just lingers on, and it was definitely like three weeks or something before I felt like I could do like workouts and stuff and not be like compromised. Yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah. Not uh not fun, but uh yeah, we're we're back back this week with our usual uh two two episodes. So um excited to talk about some of these uh Shonen Jump ones and then later the the Sket Dance chapters that uh it's it's been a full seven days since I actually read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was so mad that I wasn't able to do the episode too because mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I felt like shit, but this that week I had, like, really um, gone out of my way to, like, get it done early and, yeah. had, like, finish them on Thursday and uh-huh. had all the notes set up. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, it was all for not. Well, I have to say, it actually worked out all right for me because when you text me you were feeling poorly, I was still catching up with the Weekly Shonen Jump chapters. <laughs> so I, was, I was doing the last minute crunch. I was like, actually, you know, this isn't too bad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I got them, got them all knocked out of the way now. So yeah, I'll read off the uh, the whatever the the TOC, and then we'll go through and just uh, discuss yeah. them as usual. So the uh, lead cover page for this week is My Hero Academia, um, with the color pages being Me and Roboco, 
Mashal and then um, a one shot that I'm not even going to try to pronounce this one. It's <laughs> it's too crazy. Um, and then in the one spot is Sakamoto Days, followed by One Piece, Blue Box, and Jujutsu Kaisen. And then um, we have our new series, Tokyo Demon Bride Story, followed by Akana Banashi, and then the other new series, Ginka and Galuna. Um, and then at number six is High School Family. Number seven is Witch Watch. Um, number eight is The Elusive Samurai, followed by Mission Yozakura Family, PPP, PPP, Undead Unluck. And then in the bottom two spots are Aliens Area and Super Smartphone. And then we have a special chapter, God Hand Yabu. I'm not familiar with what that is. Um, I assume it's some sort of one-shot kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and then absent this week is Black Clover, uh, Ruby Dragon, and Hunter Hunter as usual. Um, yeah. yeah. I saw the the latest Hunter Hunter volume is actually about to be hitting the stores mm. soon. Um, so it's not not any new content, but I guess uh, mm-hmm. Togashi was able to like sit down and draw slash paint the cover for, yeah. the, for the issue. So. That's cool. I haven't seen that. I did see the yeah. uh, the Rory Dragon cover, which looks sick. Yeah, it looks like I would say it almost looks like some sort of like artwork you would see in a DS game. <laughs> it has this weird pixelated gradient effect over it. Yeah, and I couldn't tell if that was like just a bad scan or if that's how it actually was. But yeah, it it was yeah it was kind of weird. If it actually looks like that, I, I'm totally down for it. It <laughs> looks very like lo-fi, almost. But almost cyberpunk in a way, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's on an LCD screen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, I guess before we get into this, yeah, Ruri Dragon, still no news from if it's coming back at all. But maybe we'll get something with, yeah. like, the release of the volume. Because I feel like they wouldn't just release the volume and then be like, yeah, we're still not going to have Ruri Dragon for six months <laughs> or something. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. His Twitter announced the... Uh, so really announced the volume coming out mm-hmm. and then they were like but yeah we have no news about the series actually coming back <laughs> and then there was something else about the magaka's character designs being used in a mobile game which i don't think oh, anyone interesting cares about. yeah but I, I would like to see that mm-hmm. um yeah the i need the ruby dragon gotcha game yeah for real <laughs> Um, have you seen the uh, the Weekly Shonen Jump cover for this week, the My Hero one? No, let me, uh, let me see if I can find it. I was not the uh, the biggest fan. I just uh, saw it like scrolling through Twitter or something. It was pretty. It, it honestly, it looks like a lot of the other My Hero ones. It's just like Deku's face taking up you know seventy five percent of the thing, and I don't know. Oh it's yeah, fine. <laughs> oh, I see it now. Yeah, this. Man, I, I feel like they do this same cover every time. Yep. And I know Deku is sort of like making his dramatic return this week. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like he hasn't been in the series at all for like, <laughs> yeah, like four months or something. Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the of the last chapter? I um, it was yeah, it was something else. Yeah. I feel like they had a great opportunity three weeks ago for Deku to kind of like swoop back in Mm -hmm. and rejoin the fight, uh, seeing his rival slash frenemy like dead on the ground. Yeah. Um, 
instead we have all of these just like sort of B and C tier characters having their like dramatic sub story climax all mm-hmm. at once. You have Lamillion literally having his like butt coming out <laughs> of the ground. He, he's like he's mooning all for one. Yeah. And then like two pages later, Deku makes his return. Mm-hmm. So the tonal there's no tonal consistency. Yeah, that was here. my thing. It was like he was going for these like jokes and stuff, which is fine, right? Like it's a shonen yeah. manga that like every every shonen series is at least like in part a gag series, right? Like there's gonna be some right. joke every like three chapters, even in something like Demon Slayer. So I was fine with that. But then you have like the you know kind of the big moment everyone's been waiting for this whole arc <laughs> two pages later. <laughs> But yeah, the, like, the art right on the, on like Deku's yeah. return is pretty sick though. The art is still so good throughout, but like I don't know what is yeah. going on with <laughs> this series. I do like how they do the uh sort of Murata's one punch man style trick where they have it almost like animated where it's this four page sequence where you see mm-hmm. Deku like he's like ant sized in the sky jumping down. Yeah. And then the next page you like get a close up of him sort of like falling towards all for one. Mm-hmm. Or Shigaraki actually. Yeah, that's the thing. There's like so many battles going on here. I can't even remember who's like actually in the Yeah, who's who, who's fighting who. And they've all transformed, so they look like Shigaraki yeah. and All for One. Well, I guess All for One looks better now because he's like young and like ghostly looking or something i guess but yeah before that they all looked the same they were just like this mash of like gross looking skin <laughs> yeah and even dobby looks exactly like that too yep. he's just like a burn victim mm-hmm. um that's another thing i'm gonna like i feel like i spent the first 15 episodes of this show defending my hero academia <laughs> and i'm kind of i can't do it anymore <laughs> But something that has really pissed me off about the series is that it has so many good villains, mm-hmm. and then the main, like, big bad villains are kind of one note and yeah. all have the same design. Like, mm-hmm. looking back, I'm thinking during the school festival arc, there was that guy, I think his name was, like, the Gentleman or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he was sick. That guy was cool. Yeah. He, had, he was a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... A sort of interesting dynamic there and he had maybe like a 20 chapter arc total yep and, and he then, was one of my favorite villains and then just like never appeared again like that was such a filler arc i feel like yeah and that was probably the best arc in recent memory mm-hmm. in the series for me and then like the league of villains everybody loves them and I'm not talking about, like, the higher-ranked people. I'm talking about the sort of, like, B-tier mm-hmm. League of Villains people, like, um, Twice, who I guess is dead. Yeah, and, um, the, the yeah. like, crocodile-looking guy or whatever, the lizard guy. I don't, yeah, like, I don't remember his cool. name, but, yeah, they're all fun. Even, like, Toga's, yeah. like, I don't know, she's cool and interesting, I feel like. Um, yeah, but, like, they even sort of built up for her to be, like, she was supposed to have some sort of battle with Uraraka, mm-hmm. and that never happened. Yeah. I guess it just happened off screen. <laughs> um, I, mean, I feel like, oh yeah, that guy like Reed Destro that the League of Villains were supposed to be fighting, who has the weird like mm-hmm. pro-shaped face. <laughs> like that guy was kind of cool. Yeah. He at least looked different. 
mm-hmm. than all of the other like big bad villains. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like the minor villains all have at least some sort of interesting like reason for why they're villains or something. Yeah. Whereas like Shigaraki and All for One or whatever, they're just like, yeah, I just want to be evil and like have a bunch of power or something, right? Like, yeah. And then something about how they had like, oh, their their parents died or something. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, you throw throw a rock at any cast of a shonen manga, and you're probably gonna hit somebody with dead parents. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's. Uh, yeah, recent chapters have been something else, but I mean, Deku's yeah. back now, so maybe we'll get like a cool fight or some cool moment, or maybe he'll see that. Because uh, I mean, we haven't actually seen like Bakugo come back from the dead, so maybe Deku will see him and he'll still be, you know, yeah, he won't be alive yet. So we will get the like his enraged moment, only for it to be kind of deleted two panels later when he wakes up, or yeah. whatever. But you know, ba- uh, maybe we'll get it for see a second. Bakugo, like he's gonna see Bakugo dead. And then, like, realize that he's still alive. Yeah. But then get pissed that Ed Shot's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my 14th favorite hero is dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do uh, you have any other me and Roboco notes or we move on for to, uh, or uh, not, sorry. Do you have any other my hero notes or we move over to me and Roboco? Uh, yeah, let's move over to me and Roboco. Okay. And speaking of which, the cover for its latest volume is absolutely. Oh, top tier. Yeah, I didn't even, you know, wouldn't even had to see it, and I would also would have also just said like, yeah, best uh, best cover. I think Me and yes. is like hands down best volume covers. Like the Witch Watch ones and stuff are good, but all the parodies are just so great. Like every time I see a new one, I just like hell yeah, like give me this in uh, physical form, please. At this point, the parodies are almost better than the originals mm-hmm. that they're parodying. Yep. Like, this Chainsaw Man one, <laughs> like, it's, it's honestly an improvement over <laughs> the Chainsaw Man style. Yep, it's got, like, his friends, like, grabbing uh, Roboco's feet and stuff. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I also love that, like, every time one comes out, you'll see in the, in the thread, um, everyone's, like... Why can't they just do something original or whatever? It's like, do you not understand like how you yeah. know like parody works and stuff? Like, yeah, these are all owned by the same company. I don't yeah. think like Shonen Jump is gonna sue one of its own artists yeah. for copyright infringement, mm-hmm. or the other artists are gonna be like, you know, why did why did they rip off my uh, my cover design? Right? Like, yeah. I think they sort of understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time. Uh, a lot of these artists are ripping off like Western <laughs> cover designs mm-hmm. or like movie designs all the time. Yeah, uh, Sakamoto Days does like action movie parodies all the time. Mm-hmm. Every My Hero Academia volume cover is an homage to some like famous Marvel cover. Artist. Yeah, exactly. But no, they just uh, people just want to hate on me and Roboco for a. Uh, no reason other than that it's uh it's funny but ruin roboco's great yeah exactly people <laughs> people don't want to accept that gag series can be just as good mm-hmm. as like any other shonen jump series yep but me and roboco still on this hot streak at least like you know uh table of contents wise like another color page i feel like it's been in like the top five for like <laughs> the past three months yeah. or something like me and roboco is killing it right now 
Yeah, I feel like there's all these series about to get an anime right now, and it's getting pushed harder than, like, Mashal, mm-hmm. Undead Unluck. Yeah, und- Undead Unluck is in number 11. <laughs> exactly. I I feel like Shonen Jump is like, why Why did this even get an anime adaptation? They're, they mm-hmm. don't give a shit about it anymore. Exactly. They're like, well, we'll make our, uh, like our money or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the re- most recent Roboco chapter was pretty good. We had Roboco doing like a training arc and stuff, so uh, it was fun seeing that. But yeah, uh, it's just you know kind of doing its same normal thing. But I think there's yeah. Uh, was there something that there's going to be like some announcement about its anime coming up soon? Or I feel like I, I read something seeing like something. that. I don't know It'll exactly probably what it was. like get up pv promotional video or something because over the past couple mm-hmm. of days it seems like every series that has uh, something coming out got some sort of trailer yeah or yeah like teaser mashall got a really cool one mm, i didn't see that i need to check yeah, that out it, oh, <laughs> i'll send it to you later it looks pretty fire cool yeah well I want to know what's going on with the uh, the Ayakash Triangle anime. That one got the anime announcement like oh, yeah, 40 chapters ago or yes- something. Oh, did it? Yeah, it got a trailer yesterday too. Okay. It's like 30 seconds long. Oh, but... hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's exactly what you would expect. I'm not even going to spoil it for you. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, man, what great news. Um, yeah. <laughs> for the next color page, we have uh, Mashal. Um pretty uh pretty good mash chapter last week too we got the i don't like this character the guy that just looks like harry potter he's kind of an asshole yeah. but i did like the gag where he gets like his glasses taken off and his eyes turn to turn to threes because i guess he's supposed yeah, to be squinting or something Yabisawa lips uh-huh. on his eyes <laughs> yep yeah i think I mean, Mashal has really set a high standard for its chapter week to week. Um, so when you get a boring one, it feels like a huge disappointment. But were this any other series, I feel like it would be a highlight. Yeah, definitely. I'm not a huge fan of this clown villain, though. No, he's out of a- all of the Mashal like siblings. Mm-hmm. He's just like kind of boring. Yeah, well, and I I wasn't aware that uh, this I I don't even remember the guy's name, the Harry Potter looking guy. Um, I didn't realize that his magic is like sand, so I didn't. Yeah. I forgot that he's supposed to be like uh, the Gara of Mashal. Yeah, they've introduced so many characters over the past arc. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of difficult to tell them apart at this point. Yeah, well, and a lot of them do look a little samey, right? Because he doesn't get like super weird with at least like the kind of the main cast designs. So they all have just like yeah. you know short like black hair or like you know two toned hair or something like that. Or and it's yeah. it's in black and white. So like there's the guy with the blue hair. Didn't realize he had blue hair until a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> So you get a, a little bit of that, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm liking this last arc quite a bit, and the the final page of this chapter was really cool too. Um, yeah, he's got like a this clown guy's got like the the JoJo stance thing going on, which you know you do you. Um, <laughs> the the match like on the second to last page. There's mm-hmm. this like close up of the clown guy's face. And yeah. although I wouldn't say Mashal has, like, the best art in mm-hmm. Shonen Jump right now, 
he occasionally like really flexes his abilities when he wants to and this drawing looks like something straight out of hunter hunter yeah like mm-hmm. when a villain is about to like lose their mind or something like that it's hyper realistic and like oddly shaded yeah i was gonna say it's really, really unsettling yeah it's stylistically like super different from what he normally yeah. does it looks like those panels in hunter hunter where hisoka is like mm-hmm. contemplating whether he's gonna kill somebody or not yeah and i guess he's supposed to kind of be based off of hisoka anyway because mm-hmm. he has weird looking like face tattoos star and stuff. Tear shape. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um but so let's see so that does it for our color pages um in the one spot is sakamoto days um see i don't i read the the sakamoto yeah. days chapter really early in the week so i need to refresh well, I was myself gonna say, speaking of hunter hunter the sakamoto days uh color page really oh, yeah. seemed like an homage to uh when they have those sort of like chibi looking mm-hmm. cover pages or color pages. Yep. And I don't think he really pulls it off as well as Tagashi does. Mm-hmm. Although I would say Sakamoto Days has some of the like best art on a stylistic and like talent level in Shonen Jump. Yeah. I don't think he's super good at drawing chibi characters. This honestly looks like something that you would see on like a deviant art page. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I will say this uh this little cover page did make me kind of realize like how how good his character designs are though right like oh yeah i feel like i'm just kind of like recognize all yeah them. and i yeah. feel like i've just sort of taken it for granted but like one of the the big villains right now is literally a guy with like a deer head <laughs> like yeah you know, complain about like a lot of these other series have like these samey characters but the sakamoto days ones are all super like uh i don't know like you can tell them all apart like you know even uh the lady they're trying to deal with now that's like just generic old lady is you know super distinct from everyone else yeah he's taking a page out of the doro hidoro uh textbook with uh <laughs> sort of villains with animal heads yes. <laughs> um, yeah yeah now that i'm looking at this though i do like all of the outfits he designs for the characters uh, i feel like that's something you don't really appreciate unless you're like looking at it closely mm-hmm. but this carolina reaper guy has a pretty cool fit yeah, what's up with his, like, hat or whatever that is? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's. it's supposed to look like a pepper, maybe? Because <laughs> he's named after a pepper. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I like the, uh, I'm interested to see more of the, the backstory for this, like, old man that's, um, I guess he's, he's the database or whatever that they've been trying to hunt down. Is that what I've yeah. come to understand? And I think there's, like, some other guy that's also has, like, a sort of photographing memory as well gotcha wasn't sure exactly which one was supposed to be which but uh-huh. both of them have sort of like perfect memory yeah yeah well i'm you know i think the i don't know this arc we say it every week is fantastic but uh it seems like we're kind of getting the i don't know at least like the climax or the turning point for it now which i'm looking forward yeah. to yeah I think it's about to have run its course. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for a while, but I still haven't become bored of it yet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's interesting every week without just feeling like we're sitting there like treading water in the same place. Um, next up is One Piece. Um, last One Piece uh, chapter was pretty great. The color page was uh, incredible. Um, it was like a 
it's what he does for like a lot of the color pages he he'll have like these little mini arcs that run for just like the normal black and white ones yeah but he also will take submissions sometimes so people will be like you know whatever draw luffy eating a pineapple on an airplane <laughs> or something like that and he'll be like okay so this one was like read a request redraw the coloring corner page from volume eight but with all of the crewmates so he like redid one of the like the volume covers for this one so it's just really cool oh, yeah, seeing like the, right the added yeah the added people in and stuff um but yeah, this chapter was cool. Um, I haven't, well, I obviously haven't read the next chapter, but my brother always reads the uh, like the spoilers and the the early scans. Yeah. Um. So he said that this next, like this week's chapter is really great too. So looking forward Hell to yeah. it. Um. But let's see. Up next is Blue Box. Blue Box still uh, ranking high up here. I feel like number three is pretty crazy for it still. Yeah, and then next week it's actually going to get the cover page. Yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, yeah, I'm here for all of the uh, the blue box success. Yeah, and once again, um, the author seems to have this odd fixation on Steph Curry. <laughs> he appeared, or he he was mentioned like three chapters ago mm-hmm. when Shinatsu is like practicing, yep. and she like shoots a three. And she's like, "I've got Steph Curry range." Mm-hmm. And then there's this conversation between two characters here where someone's like, the guy she likes is tall and good at basketball. He's an older hottie with a wild side. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Steph Curry. <laughs> and he's wearing like this weird... Because at first I was like, this looks like him, but his mm-hmm. uni- his uniform says Oakland on it. Oh, so I he's, guess. he's wearing like the, the, the City some... Connect jersey or something yeah, like that. No, that's actually what it was. Yeah, it was one of those like one-off uh, mm-hmm. Nike jerseys. But then she also says like, he's like really tall. And I mean, I'm looking it up right now. Like Steph Curry is... I would say he's probably what? Like 6'2", like yeah. Which, but I mean, for, I guess, for basketball player yeah. standards, he might as well be five foot tall. <laughs> yeah but then again i mean these are like high schoolers so i guess yeah true six two would be yeah that's pretty tall there were not many kids that were six two in my high school but my high school also doesn't have kids going to nationals for like every single sporting event all the time so <laughs> I, i'm just kind of dead at them describing uh steph curry as like some guy with a wild side <laughs> yes not not at all uh what i imagine him to be yeah the art in this chapter though is really fire mm-hmm. i'm starting to they're starting to expand the cast a lot yep it seems like we're gonna get a, a, yeah. a new conflict we've got a new uh guy joining the joining the fray here yeah exactly and although like every other shonen jump rom-com it's just gonna be another plot um driven by a lack of communication and misunderstanding <laughs> Yep. At least this one seems a bit more original than the mm-hmm. sort of like school play one. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, looking forward to seeing more uh more blue box developments. It's uh yeah. I feel like it's it kind of does like the I don't know, like the same vibe or the same thing every week, but I mean it's been going on for yeah, sixty nine chapters. It's fantastic <laughs> every time. Like Yeah. Yeah, my, my one favorite complaint one right about now. Blue Box is like there always needs to be like we need to see Chinatsu screw up once in a while mm-hmm. because every every chapter there's this thing where it's like, oh man, Chinatsu's gonna like totally hate me or like misunderstand <laughs> something that goes on. And then the end of the chapter, it's just she'll just be like, hey, what's up? Exactly. Like, totally <laughs> oblivious to whatever has happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And then the whole chapter is like Taiki being like, man, like it's over between me and Shinatsu. <laughs> like, and then it there's just almost never no conflict. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. conflict is all in his head. Yeah, we need every time. Yeah, we need the equivalent of someone dying in the blue box world. Maybe we actually yeah. need someone dying in the blue box world. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be like. Maybe there could be, like, a season-ending injury where, like, Chinatsu, like, breaks her leg or, like... That would actually be kind of sick, to, to be honest. Yeah, has yeah. to get, like, an ACL surgery. Yeah, I'm down with that. Let's get the, yeah, let's get the season-ending injury in here. I'm calling Mira Maybe Taiki right can, now. like, tear his rotator cuff while <laughs> playing. <laughs> has, to get, has to get Tommy John. I yeah, I, I don't even know what a sort of common... Uh, badminton injury would be yeah i assume maybe like elbow and, tunnel from yeah like, well i was gonna say i assume like elbow and shoulder that. stuff is probably yeah. or like knee issues tearing acl yeah. playing badminton i imagine um yeah for sure at number four is jujutsu kaisen um like most jujutsu kaisen uh chapters i don't really have much recollection of this one <laughs> or we didn't get one last week that's why that makes sense. Yeah. Then. Okay. I was well, gonna I say like I don't the, remember the last one that happened was that one where uh, Maki and the uh, Kappa were sumo wrestling. Well, no, that was the one before. This last one, she's fighting oh, yeah. the um, what you call it? The like that whatever that bug guy is supposed to be. I think he's <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's what he's um, uh, what's his name? What's Yuji's friend with the black hairs? Well, that narrows it down. Um, you know the the other the <laughs> other main guy um. Of the three of them. Yeah, I think it's his dad is who she's fighting. I think he's... Oh, yeah, the, yeah. because yeah. he comes out of the thing at the end, and I'm... Well, no, because this guy has the white hair. He might be one of the Zenins that I thought Maki killed. <laughs> Dude, I... This just explains yeah. it. I have no And once again, clue. too, they, they open the chapter with another thing where they're like, oh, you look completely different. Because <laughs> Maki already, like, doesn't have glasses. Her entire body is scarred. Mm-hmm. And now apparently she's like shredded, yeah, and like got larger and taller while she was in the like domain expansion for mm-hmm. some reason. No explanation as to why. <laughs> but once again, it's just like, oh, this character's design has like significantly changed <laughs> over the course of a chapter, and you're supposed to just roll with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you, yeah, I feel like if you're not like, I mean you know i can speak from this firsthand if you're not like delving into the jjk wiki or like the subreddit discussion every single week you're just lost on what is going on uh, exactly like me art is sick the fights look sick no clue what's going on with the actual plot of <laughs> exactly um next up is one of our new series tokyo demon bride story um I have to say I'm I'm actually liking this one quite a bit. I'm yeah, liking it more than I thought. It's very well drawn. Yeah, definitely. I'm liking it more than I thought that I would even after reading like the just the one shot of it. Um Yeah. Yeah, the the art is sick. I love like all like the action panels are really cool and I like the like the demon or like spirit designs a lot. Yeah. The design of it almost feels very un shonen jump. It's very clean. Mhm. Um I would describe the art as being similar to Chainsaw Man in terms of expressions. It has the, like, sort of, like, weird-looking mouths with, like, fangs and tongue sticking out all the time. Yeah. And the eyes are kind of, like, 
have this like permanent like weirdly like sarcastic expression <laughs> mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not sketchy at all it's very like clean and precise looking um so it, it kind of breaks the sort of art style you've come to expect from newer shonen jump series where things kind of look sketchy mm-hmm, and, and messy kind of yeah. like raw mm-hmm. it really reminds me of some sort of series that you know, you, you've never heard of until it gets some sort of hyped adaptation on Crunchyroll. <laughs> yep. And then you go back and read the um, manga and you're like, you know, holy shit, this is like 10 out of 10. Exactly. Um, it, it feels way more polished than a lot of the newer series. And I, I tend to like stuff with a sketchier style, but yeah, this it feels, it feels really fun. Mm-hmm. It's well shaded. Yeah. And... I like that the you get a sort of like full cast of idiot protagonists, mm-hmm. which is fun. And I will say it like it flows really well, especially for a new series. Like it doesn't I don't feel like the chapters drag on and stuff. It's real like, you know, legible, you know what's going on, know what's happening, which I feel like is something that I couldn't say for you know, definitely like Earth Child, Doron Doron, yeah, super smartphone, or even like, you know, the first couple aliens area chapters and stuff. So you know it's definitely at least the best of the the more recent new series we've gotten yeah well, it definitely came i, I guess out if you don't if forth. you don't count uh ruby dragon but exactly <laughs> yeah this has like i don't know um exactly you know the story behind the mangaka here or mm-hmm. if he has any assistance or not but yeah it feels like a you know, it feels like we're dropped into this 50 chapters into the series. The backgrounds yeah. are all completely detailed and filled in. Mm-hmm. The characters are always on model. <laughs> yep. Everything is shaded impeccably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and although, you know, the story is kind of like dime a dozen, mm-hmm. but the characters are also pretty fun too. Like, yeah, definitely. It, it it's nothing like Chainsaw Man, and I, I I don't even know if this is like a super accurate comparison, but I feel like the characters' personalities and the way they're designed really does give me that kind of vibe, even though the series mm-hmm. itself isn't that similar. Yeah, it's, it's different tonally, but yeah, a lot of the characters are. Yeah, I, I agree. They're yeah they they could like fit in in that world at least. Yeah, and, and the the sort of you know. Uh, titular demon bride kind of reminds me of a baby version of power mm-hmm. from <laughs> CS. Yep. Um, I will say the one thing I didn't really like about this last chapter is it seems like they're going to maybe start them on like a kind of a demon detective route thing. She's like, you know, you guys could like team up and take care of all like the weird stuff that's going on, which I mean, I don't know. Like, we just got done with that in Doron Doron, and that's what Aliens Area is doing right now. It's going to get axed. That's what Chainsaw Man does. I mean, maybe it'll be fine, but, you know, I was kind of looking forward to, like, a more just, like, chill rom-com kind of deal with some cool-looking fights thrown in. But, you know, maybe they've done well so this far, so, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, we've already we've already sort of like gotten over this uh, deluge of series that we're trying to rip off Hunter Hunter mm-hmm. with various degrees of success, and now people are like, okay, let's rip off Tagashi's other ideas <laughs> and just make rip offs of of Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, next up in the five spot is Akane Banashi. Um, really good Akane Banashi chapter last week as well. Um, the art in Akane Banashi is 10 out of 10 every time. Like this, uh, like, I guess cover page or whatever is so good. Yeah, exactly. And once again, he's able to, or I guess they, cause it's mm-hmm. to it's artist and uh, author yeah but they're able to make another interesting chapter that's pretty much just a conversation between uh, between two characters mm-hmm. yep and i i like to it, they don't really like delve into it in this but they had him this one was kind of about her dad but they didn't like past ones i like how her parents aren't like the typical like you know honestly like the shoha shoten parents were where they're like no you can't like take this weird path right like go to college or whatever yeah they're, they're actually they're supportive. sort of like yeah become a become a rakugo person or whatever you know like yeah that's sick <laughs> yeah it kind of it kind of reminds me of myself because both of my parents uh were like super into artsy stuff when they were in college mm-hmm. but never like pursued it fully and so they were always like trying to get me and my siblings to yeah pursue artsy stuff so it kind of kind of reminds me of my own Mm -hmm. my own backstory a a little bit and i love this last page too which um it shows like a clip of uh akane's rakugo performance going viral on twitter Mm -hmm. i feel like this is one of the few instances in fiction where it shows something kind of like blowing up on twitter and it actually has an accurate like retweet (laughs) and quote tweet count like it has 255 views and i feel like if this got like quote tweeted by espn2 in america like that's that's about how many views mm-hmm. you get yeah it would be like man if you aren't following this rockago tournament on espn right now <laughs> like tune in because this is crazy yeah it has like 5,000 retweets 12k likes like mm-hmm. that seems about right yeah those are reasonable sort of, like, like yeah yeah viral you know, viral video from like a niche thing. Yeah, it's not like this. This record video got or like PVP PVP. They're like this piano yeah. performance got twelve billion hits. It's like really. And then at the same time, you also will occasionally see things in fiction. I feel like this is more on like a Netflix show or like a teen movie where it'll be like, dude, this embarrassing video of you is blowing up <laughs> online. It has two hundred views. <laughs> And I'll be like, man, my life is over. Yep. <laughs> this is this is like a very attainable level of virality. And I respect the Akane Banashi team for keeping things realistic at all times. Mm-hmm. It's still like, you know, it, it still feels like it has that shonen melodrama where the action and intensity is heightened a little bit beyond the level that you would expect from mm-hmm. like local local record stuff. Slash yeah. content. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like you know, I, I could see someone like I, I know nothing about Rock Ago, but I could see there being like a figure in the local scene that people are afraid of because you can make or break your career mm-hmm. and you got to get the media on your side yep. <laughs> like blow up yep. it, it feels like it feels like a pretty reasonable level of stakes every week mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah it's yeah it's done the the sort of you know high school sports thing like pretty realistically and really well um, yeah because 
at the same time, Blue Box is like really expected <laughs> me to care not just about like a high school badminton tournament, but about high school badminton practice games <laughs> on the JV squad. Where there are fans coming to attend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, you didn't catch me at like hardly any high school sporting events at all, let alone a like scrimmage against some other school. <laughs> yeah, their entire day is just like dictated by what sort of sporting events <laughs> are happening around the school and occasionally like some sort of artistic production i feel mm-hmm. like they go to school at donda academy where <laughs> they're just like recruited to play various sports and then whatever else happens throughout the day is part of their education yep exactly like, they, they go to some sort of weird like sports centric prep school mm-hmm Yep. Um, let's see. Next up, we have our second new series, Ginka and Galuna. Um, this one, I don't like it as much as the other one personally. Um, I liked chapter one a lot. I wasn't really feeling the most recent one as much, but uh, I think it definitely like has promise at least is yeah. kind of where I'm at with it. I'm really, I'm really on board for this one. Mm-hmm. I love the mascot, although I feel like his is sort of like obviously he's a super recognizable character in terms of design mm-hmm. but i can't really pick like pin down exactly what his personality is supposed to be yeah he's like yeah. he's goofy mm-hmm. and he's just like a, a little guy yeah but is he supposed to be like greedy because he kind of talks about money a lot mm-hmm. is he supposed to be like super aloof well and he's also supposed to be kind of like, like the sage yeah. character or whatever because he's the one that like taught her magic yeah, he, he doesn't, he seems to be like this amalgamation of goofy, tropey character traits, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really add up to a lot. Yeah, they're trying to that jam said, like yeah. a, a whole like, you know, they're trying to jam like all of the, the B-level uh, like Naruto characters into one character right now. <laughs> yeah, that said, the art for this series is like Tokyo Demon Bride story, mm-hmm. absolutely fire yeah this speaking of naruto this sort of monster like lizard character that they fight in this chapter Mm -hmm. kind of looks like a evil version of the frog like (laughs) monster that naruto carries around with him whose name i cannot remember Uh, but gababunta or whatever or gamakichi whichever you know he's yeah some like three different frogs or whatever but yeah (laughs) one of those but yeah i love i love the art i do love the design of this sort of frosty the snowman type Mm -hmm. sidekick yep and it is it is pretty fun i like the snow themed uh imagery and background details as well Mm -hmm. there's a lot of potential here and not sure exactly where they're gonna go with it although i will say it reminds me a bit too much of red hoods in terms of yeah <laughs> the sort of design and i mean the story arc in these first two chapters is almost identical mm-hmm. to that of red hoods where we have somebody who's like a kid who's taken under who like becomes the student of this shape-shifting magician and they're fighting these like grotesque monsters that are eating people that live yeah. in the town mm-hmm. 
Um, Although it seems like they're really trying to build it, so they're like moving out of that area though, because there's this thing where they have to like collect all of these little pieces of, I guess, the snowman's soul. Yeah, well, or I'm interested to see. Body. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they like do the different settings because they're you know they're gonna try to explore to collect all of those things but isn't the deal that he has to like stay in the like he has to stay in the snow right because he's a snowman or whatever so like the whole they're gonna explore but the whole thing's still going to be like this frozen tundra i guess yeah although they did say something about how he couldn't even leave that first area and and then he does yes, i guess so yeah i guess somehow the a girl is supposed to be able to like keep him frozen using magic mm-hmm. so maybe they'll have to like find ways to keep him cold yeah. and that'll be like part of the challenge of this adventure mm-hmm. i guess it's kind of like how luffy, for that. yeah like luffy's a pirate mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. also can't swim yeah so maybe they're giving it a similar limitation there where he's like a magician who uses ice magic but mm-hmm. he can't actually like leave the tundra yeah ginkka and gluna i feel like is mm-hmm. uh something that has a lot of potential and i'm kind of excited to get a couple chapters under our belt so i can do the scouting report for it yeah because there's a lot of ways it can go i feel like it's either i feel like if i had to predict right now it's gonna be the next red hood because it's, it's just there's so many things in the series that remind me of it mm-hmm down to the snowy landscapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm definitely interested to see like where it goes. I'm not, you know, down on it or anything like that. I think it's, you know, once again like other than maybe Ruri Dragon or Tokyo Demon Bride story, I think it had a better start than, you know, Doran Doran, yeah. Smartphone, Aliens Area, Earth Child all did. So like, you know, yeah. I'm fine with it. And even These just like two, yeah. And even just like thinking about some of the other series, I like it off the rip better than I did Undead Unluck, PvP, PvP, Yozo Fam. Yes. You know, so I you know, I could see it like sticking around for you know, a little while. So yeah, I think that these are two like fully formed mm-hmm. new series with a lot of potential right off the bat. Yep. And they've been on a very cold streak with new series for a while. So I feel like just like law of averages means they have <laughs> to put out some fire at some point. Yep. So Well, I almost feel like with these two, they were like, okay, for this round, we need ones that have like they know what they're doing with the story, right? Because, yeah, like, exactly. for, you know, I mean, Earth Child and Super Smartphone, especially those two, it seemed like they're like, you know, the the artists were like, hey, we have a premise. And like, all right, green lighted, let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, these at least, it seems like they have a plan for like, okay, here's what we're doing for the first 20 chapters, at least, you know. <laughs> Yeah, these past few, if we're talking about scouting reports, these past few series were like high schoolers that they drafted that throw 99 miles <laughs> per hour, but have no other pitches. They're yep. just like, these guys are these guys are lefties. They're in high school. They can throw really hard. We got to be the first to like, you know, sign up. Mm-hmm. These other characters or these other uh, series are more like, you know, they, they've played for three or four years in college. 
They're proven starting pitchers that may throw in the low to mid nineties, yep. but they've got like they got a slider, mm-hmm. a sinker. Yeah, they have six. They pitches. may not be the ace or the closing pitcher, but you know they're going to be like a solid third or fourth man in the rotation mm-hmm. or a middle reliever. Yep, which is uh, you know more than you can ask from most series. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, let's see. At number six, we have High School Family. High School Family, we're in the middle of an arc right now, as crazy as it sounds. It's been three Damn. three straight chapters of a of a like school council or a like school president election arc. Um and we still don't have the resolution yet, so this week's is seemingly gonna continue it. Um which is you know, pretty cool change for high school family, but uh it's worked. It's been pretty funny. Um there's like a project because it's uh what you call it the the sister and Kotaro are like running against each other for student council so there's like a fun moment too where the mom this was I think the chapter before this recent one where like the mom and dad are like sitting down at the dinner table at the end they're like you know we're so proud of our kids but they're like but who do we vote for do like who do we vote for one each <laughs> and then Gomez is looking at them and they're like don't tell me Gomez you're gonna run too they're like how will we vote please don't. <laughs> It's just, I did like the color page they did to sort of like introduce this art mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, no, this uh these few chapters have been really great. Just a ton of, you know, really good high school family jokes. I feel like, you know, I mean all of the like the comedy series and weekly show and jumper underrated, but I feel like high school yeah. family definitely does not get like the the praise it deserves. Especially for being like for 102 sure. chapters in. Like this series is sick. <laughs> Yeah, I love the art style so much. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and you can tell of, that yeah. he has like talent too. Um, yeah, yeah. It's this weird like he can draw in like different art styles. Mm-hmm. Each of the main cast seems to be drawn in a different art style. Yeah, well, exactly, and like everyone looks weird and like I don't know, like amateurish. But you can just tell, like, I don't know, the way their shirts are look normal and the way they're, you know, like, people stand in groups and stuff. Like, I don't know. It it all makes sense in the context of this yeah. art style. Like, there's nothing where it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, he just copied that character from, like, panel to panel kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's clearly a 3D model he got from Getty Images or, you know, whatever. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm down with uh, high school family uh, and getting this arc. This was yeah, it's fantastic right now. Um, let's see. Moving Speaking on. Speaking of underrated comedy mm-hmm. series with great art, uh, <laughs> Witch Watch had like a pretty solid chapter last week. This one really reminded me of Sket Dance, uh, mostly because yeah. it shows the you know it starts off with the crew just like hanging out mm-hmm. at school and they're approached by somebody that needs them to like help her mm-hmm. figure out whether a guy is into her or not it seems like a very sket dance yeah scenario this and chapter seemed like it would be um a nightmare for the uh, translator i have to imagine they yeah. they read through this chapter and were like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> yeah i was like it also reminds me of sket dance too because there's so many like there's so many jokes that don't translate because it's all basically puns in, in Japanese, related yeah. to types of bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and 
it's also extremely unsettling too because they bring this gingerbread man to life and have somebody like channel their spirit through it and mm-hmm. he looks like the gingerbread man from shrek yep yeah and he gets these but like at, weird yeah. facial expressions and stuff yeah it's very like i don't know it's it's almost like sad to see this gingerbread man like struggling to communicate and stuff <laughs> Yeah, this isn't this isn't even like this isn't even a top like fifty witch watch chapter. This is like near the bottom of mm-hmm. my favorite witch watch chapters for me, but it's still good. Like, yeah, the consistency always there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. Really good chapter, and the art is like you're saying, uh, fantastic as well. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Next up, we have uh the elusive samurai. It's once again sort of doing its own thing. I, you know, I'm a little. I feel like I've kind of cooled down on Lucio Samurai over the past few weeks. It's, it's honestly approaching more of like the kind of undead unluck tier of uh, series than yeah. it is like, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, the blue box and high school family tier. You know what I mean? It's definitely like more middle of the road. Um, but you know, it's. It's Matsui. It has more weird Matsui stuff, you know, some cool looking fights, some decent character designs, but it's, yeah. it's once again, it's kind of hard to follow because I'm not familiar with like the history of what's actually like gone on in this. And, you know, the, the character, I think I said this one, like the very first time we talked about the character names are all like these very like, you know, traditional Japanese names or whatever. So they just sound mm-hmm. like this kind of like soup anytime they're like, you know, there's like four <laughs> characters mentioned. I'm like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't understand these. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. We have Mission Yozakura family, which is coming off a pretty, uh, pretty good stretch of, uh, some good chapters. And it seems like we're going to get back into more kind of like actual plot and arc stuff going on. Um, unfortunately yeah i was really liking like the, this... the recent ones and then you know it seems we're gonna yeah. take the take the turn back to the kind of these mundane plot driven ones yeah it's just like a not even like a training arc it feels like mm-hmm. one fifth of a training session yep and i do not care about like I don't care about or understand these Samanin powers that he has. Like, <laughs> I don't like the way it looks when he has these flowers blooming out of his body. No, it's very, and yeah, it's really It doesn't creepy. make any sense as to, like, how it works mm-hmm. either. Yeah. They're always like, oh, he's got this, like, crazy power, but it actually doesn't do anything because he doesn't know how to control it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, but like it, it's and it's going really, to kill him, but then yeah. it's not killing him. And I feel like there's all sorts of, yeah these like disclaimers on it i don't know yeah it it feels very convoluted Mm -hmm. when i feel like they could have the exact same effect from something five times as simple yes definitely um let's see continuing with more sort of convoluted stuff we have ppp ppp um yeah what what is going on here it's kind of cool (laughs) (laughs) this they're they're really trying to go for like end of Evangelion vibes. Yeah, here. is the mm-hmm. series about to end? Because it feels like <laughs> it is. This dude's like in the clouds talking to himself. Like his id and yeah, his id and ego are like split. 
mm-hmm. having this weird conversation in another dimension or something like yeah i, I think we've seen somebody play the piano here in a few chapters yeah i don't know what's going on it's i mean the art looks really cool and stuff but i'm just confused as to what's actually happening they're like and your mom is not your mom <laughs> whatever I'm like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you know i'm here for it because it's original but it uh-huh. makes no sense to me either <laughs> yeah um so but at least it's at least it's doing its own thing i'll give it that oh definitely yeah yeah pew 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 he's you know mapalo three or whatever this person's name is <laughs> is yeah out here like swinging for the fences every every chapter i feel like they're like you know let's just do yeah. the like kind of the craziest shit in these piano performances yeah and just see if it works <laughs> My fan theory here is that he's not trying to make a hit manga and instead is trying to make his pitch to be hired onto the Kingdom Hearts development team. He's got these people with like super like blocky, like boxy looking Mm -hmm. emo mall goth outfits, (laughs) huge feet, uh, like sort of like Fantasia inspired dream sequences well i always imagine mapolo 3 to be like yoko taro or something and only ever walk around and like you know uh like that giant <laughs> head or like mask thing that he wears yeah. like that's what i imagine mapolo 3 is just like chilling in the studio wearing like i don't know some like mask it looks like hellraiser with like spikes and stuff coming out of it or something <laughs> that's what i envision yeah and i feel like pvp exists in this world where like lo-fi hip-hop style <laughs> youtube channels are like the dominant form of entertainment mm-hmm. for people yeah because they're like man this like masked youtuber who plays <laughs> classical music <laughs> on the piano he, he gets like yeah he has like three million subscribers he's a renowned like cultural icon mm-hmm it, I can't tell whether he's like serious or he's really like going out of his way to create this alternate universe where like being a classical pianist is the equivalent of being like Travis Scott. Exactly. Close yeah. <laughs> like, w- like there, there's no rolling loud festival in PPP. People are just going to the symphony on the weekend for fun. Yep. People are getting trampled at the piano concert. <laughs> yeah like the the people are like moshing to Bach yeah, yes um next up we have our bottom three we have undead unluck um I feel like it's been I feel like undead unluck is in this spot where it either gets like a color page or it's down here with aliens area and super smartphone which is honestly kind of where it it belongs it's uh it's kind of run its course to me yeah i'm looking at this first page of the chapter because like i don't read this from week to week Mm -hmm. this is a whack first page with like the there's just giant creature like roaming the earth or whatever yeah yeah like (laughs) it's not even like a shadow or like shaded Mm -hmm. it's just like he's like oh i don't want to draw this thing so i'm just gonna completely fill it in with black ink yep yeah this thing is supposed to be a uh, god basically oh yeah okay. this is who they're they're fighting now is this giant god creature thing 
Yeah, basically, like, from what I'm understanding is that everyone on the Earth is going to be, like, killed, except for Undead, obviously, because he's undead, and Unluck, because she's, like, you know, it's one of these deals, like, one person can get on the, can board the Ark and be saved, um, yeah, which that's what she's doing, so, I don't know, it's, uh, like I said, it's kind of run its course, I'm... I'm ready for it to, to to wrap up. Yeah, this god character really looks like a less interesting looking version of the same character from One Punch Man. <laughs> <laughs> I will say they did the like the god character at least better than Earth Child did. So uh, you know, they get, they get points yeah, for that. The, the bar is in hell, yeah. so <laughs> not a not a huge mm-hmm. achievement there. Um, so next up is our, uh, is number 12, Aliens Area. Um, yeah, once again, pretty good Aliens Area chapter, I felt like. Yeah. It's not gonna make it, um, you know, I- I'm almost disappointed that they're actually starting an arc in the series, because yeah. I was really entertained when they were doing stuff like giving people a traffic citation, mm-hmm. or- like feeding stray aliens cat food yeah exactly but i will say i do like uh some of these like council members or whatever that they've introduced they're all like you know like caricatures of what you would kind of expect for their their role or whatever so yeah i thought it was i thought it was pretty fun but uh yeah would have liked more of just like the normal yeah kind of like slice of life like let's just you know uh, solve some tiny crimes and go about our day, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it, it's still solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I wonder how many more chapters they're going to give it because yeah, this week's is number sixteen. I don't imagine it and Super Smartphone have more than like four or five chapters left, right? Like it's probably yeah. around the the twenty mark. Well, they've already like they ended this aliens area chapter with a pretty big reveal out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And oh my god! Speaking of super smartphone, I, this was a yeah. abysmal chapter. <laughs> like it's it's it had an okay start, but it's starting to encroach on Earth Child territory. Mm-hmm. Like I opened, I opened this chapter up and audibly groaned because of just how like unappealing these characters are. Yep. Yeah, like, I guess they're supposed to be like robots or aliens or something <laughs> that are disguised as humans, mm-hmm. but they're they're disgusting to look at and not in an interesting or like scary way. Yeah, I didn't understand what was going on really, and then yeah, at the the end of the chapter, they're just like the villain character is supposed to save the world. Like, yeah, they've just like you know the. The smartphone wasn't enough. Now we have to have like these aliens that can like turn everyone else's phones into like bombs, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah. Really rough chapter. Yeah. I feel like he's like, oh, I've got to end this series in a couple chapters and I have no idea how to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to call in aliens. Um, and this whole like sequence where they're like, doing karaoke is very awkward and is supposed to like hit some sort of emotional note and does not at all yeah no yes yes she's like you know breaking out of her shell or whatever where she can perform in front of people but it's like you're only performing in front of 
two people like you know yeah yeah i don't i don't know yeah it's uh yeah it's rough um one thing too this is kind of a little bit unrelated but like so the recent super smartphone chapter is chapter 20 aliens area is only on 16 didn't those start back to back or am i mistaken i feel like they did was there some other series that was- went on a break or something because i don't think there was like those did come out i think aliens area here. did have to miss like one chapter for some reason yeah you're right though i didn't even notice that but did rory dragon huh. start in between those oh yeah i think you're right okay because those all did come out around the same time okay then maybe that's it maybe okay yeah because i was gonna say like how is super smartphone already on chapter 20 when i was like you know when i was like aliens area has got like five chapters left it'll probably end in chapter 20 or whatever yeah <laughs> okay well interesting um <laughs> cool well do you have uh well, I guess I'll read off what's coming up next week. So next week, the cover, as we mentioned earlier, was Blue Box, color pages from My Hero Academia and Me and Roboco. So Me and Roboco with back-to-back cover pages. Or, yeah, color yeah, pages. nuts. Let's go. And then it wow. uh, looks like a one-shot or something. Uh, Nexura Yamzo, yeah. I think. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, well, honestly, and kind of repeat cover pages or color pages for My Hero, too, because it's getting the, the color this week. So, uh, yeah, more of the same next week, I guess. Yeah. It's been a long time since My Hero Academia has actually had a color page, considering, like, how much of a major series it is. Mm-hmm. I think the last one was, like, the sixth anniversary color page, which uh, were there... I feel like is almost an obligation mm-hmm. for a big series to have. Yeah. I feel like it never really gets any color pages. You know, maybe the maybe the editors are feeling the same way we all are. They're like, Horikoshi, what the hell are you doing? They're like, we can't reward this yeah. behavior. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, do you I have mean, any? I guess I'm looking right now. The color page for My Hero Academia is out right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's actually fire, though. Like, oh, yeah. He's, this I mean, is he's awesome. a great artist. Mm-hmm. So. I've never faulted My Hero Academia for its artwork, but th- this is a great color page. Yeah, this is sick. I like how we just have like the random villains just like chilling with the <laughs> chilling with these heroes. Yeah, like twice is actually dead, and <laughs> he's out there hanging with them right now. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time we've seen Toga in like uh, you know four months. Yeah, Mirko has all of her limbs intact. <laughs> I guess this is definitely a non-canonical <laughs> color page. Yep. But yeah, this looks awesome. Yep. Although what uh what like high schoolers and stuff are eating like is this like a charcuterie board they have here with pizza and stuff? Like what's going on? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. This is <laughs> interesting i don't know what like what's a rate what's a racer head doing in the bottom right <laughs> corner though maybe he maybe he's the one that bought this for him. yeah exactly <laughs> all right let's see jude do you have any other week of show and jump notes or uh let do it for do it for the the wsj section this week yeah that'll that'll do it for me all right uh do you have any kind of recommendations or anything like that before we head out of here yeah, so the first, like, three days when I was in, like, you know, going through my COVID experience, 
I was completely bedridden. At first, I watched a few episodes of the Sket Dance anime, which is actually a really good adaptation. I feel like in some ways, it like really improves on the pacing of the original show, mm-hmm. or the original manga. But after I got bored with that, I decided to, like, I decided I would watch a baseball series because I was feeling, you know, a dragon or nine dragons ball <laughs> parade sized hole in my heart. So I'm like, I'll, I'll watch something baseball themed and I didn't want to start something like major second or, you know, one of those like, Ace of super Diamond. long series. Yeah, Ace of Diamond. So I decided to watch Mix, which is a adaptation of a manga by Mitsuru Adachi. Mm-hmm. This dude is sort of like a manga auteur who kind of just like puts out the same series over and over again <laughs> since the 80s. They're always like high school rom-coms that are also baseball series. He has this other series called like Cross Game, which I mentioned reading mm-hmm. like a few episodes ago, which is pretty fire. And he had a series in the 80s called Touch, which at one point was actually the most watched anime adaptation in Japan. Oh, like interesting. When it came out. Um, yeah, he's like... He's, he's sort of like this guy who is... He's like a master of both baseball anime and rom-coms. And he... He's like such an auteur to the point where like every series that he comes out with has a pet dog named Punch that looks exactly the same. So like there will oh, be that's awesome. every series where the family like adopts the same dog and there will be like character designs that he reuses in each series, which like is both lazy <laughs> and kind of brilliant because he'll like reference that he's reusing stuff in the same series. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking in it. Oh, interesting. But it's like, it's a really like fun retro rom-com. The I'll say the, the very... art style looks super like yeah, super old manga. Like it all looks like Astro Boy or whatever. Yeah, I think it like it very much looks like um if you've seen like Ranma one half yes. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really similar to that too. But at the same time, it has 21st century production quality so even though it has these like retro character designs they have really fluid animation and a less like 80s color palette yeah well just look so like i've got the the wikipedia page pulled up like the first volume cover is up there and if you'd ask me like you know what year did this come up like you know 1983 it, can't, it you know yeah, it started exactly. his run in 2012 and like yeah and the anime is yeah. only three years old yeah that's crazy yeah he hasn't yeah, like adjusted like... his style <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah and that's what makes it cool because mm-hmm. it the original series that he did that got adapted would like go on for 100 150 episodes kind of like how every anime at that time would just like go on for years on a weekly basis. Yeah. So this feels like a 80s series done in a modern style. The pacing mm. is extremely fast. When I was following this on Crunchyroll, there were so many people in the comments complaining that like there's only like five minutes of baseball <laughs> per episode <laughs> and the rest of it is just people like talking or like going on dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it definitely feels like a precursor to Blue Box, where hmm. 
you know, it's a sports anime and there's definitely like, you know, you see their road to the Koshian high school baseball tournament. You get some like realistic um, strategy heavy action. Mm-hmm. You see their like practices and training arcs. But at the end of the day, the actual focus of the story is on these uh, two twin brothers and their social lives outside of the game yeah it's pretty cliche and like you know not very original at all but the art style and like you know chill vibes of it made for a very bingeable series especially when i didn't really have anything to do over the week (laughs) yeah this i might have to check this manga out has it been like picked up like other english volumes or i don't know um cross game which is the one that i recommended a few weeks ago mm-hmm. i was able to buy like a three volume compendium of it at manga manga so that one has been fully translated i think gotcha but i don't know if i don't think mix has you no. can probably find like a bootleg translation of it somewhere yeah i was gonna say it looks like we only have scans yeah yeah this looks cool i yeah i i definitely like adachi's all of the adachi works that i've seen um like i said before he has all of these like calling cards that once you've like read one series you start recognizing like the things that he does over and over again Mm -hmm. but he does it in a way that like breaks the fourth wall all the time and he'll also um he does this in both the manga and the anime, but he'll put references to his other works in the series as well. Like, there'll be a character, like, laying in their bed reading, like, a manga, and it'll be one of his other works. Oh, that's cool. Or he'll be, like, in the anime, they'll be like, hey, I've got to go run to the store and buy the new three-volume <laughs> compendium of Cross Game, which <laughs> hits stores this week. That's awesome. Like, he he plugs his stuff pretty shamelessly in Mm -hmm. his work, too. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I've got to, I'll check this out. I found the, I found, like, a scanlation of the, of the manga and was just, like, scrolling through one of the chapters and it looks, yeah, it looks super old. (laughs) Yeah. Which is cool. It feels like an 80s version of Blue Box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll check that out for sure. That's cool. Um, let's see. I don't have any manga recommendations, really. My... Only recommendation is uh, um, there's a new album by a band called Mind Force out. Um, I can't remember what the album is actually called. I think it's called like something about Kings or Rain or something like that. But it's sick. Yeah. It's uh, just like classic New York hardcore thrashy crossover kind of stuff. Um, it's only 16 minutes long. Might honestly be my album of the year right now. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, my force been killing it for for a while. Their first album was really cool too. I saw them live a few years ago also, and they were awesome. So yeah, check out check out the new Mind Force. It's got some guy in like a red robe or something on the cover of it. Easy to find. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm looking it up on band camp right now i think i i think i saw you post this on was it like new lords or something yeah, mm-hmm. on your story yeah that's it yeah 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 that's a cool cover mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's sick it's really like i said it's just like you know 
classic New York hardcore stuff and like really like a lot of the songs is like oh this is just a, a thrash song <laughs> it's it's cool yeah <laughs> all right well i think that'll do it for us unless you have uh, anything else to add uh jude uh yeah i think i'm good right now cool yeah so yeah uh stay tuned for the uh our whatchamacallit the sket dance episode on thursday back to our uh usual usual uh weekly schedule here